like the Joe Rogan. Well, I mean, so he counts down on the Joe Rogan podcast? And does he clap? No. Okay, yeah, he doesn't need to because he has a studio. Well, he does it. It's like his... Know, it's, just, it's, 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 it's how he hits, how he rolls. It's how he gets ready to go. Well, I, I like the Nerdist thing where like he'll like interview someone for like 20 minutes. And then at a certain point, the the guest will be like, "So when do we start the show?" And it's like, "Oh, we've been going for like a half an hour now." It's like, really? Which <laughs> makes me think, like, you know, that's a risky proposition. I know because what if there's certain things that they don't want to be talking about yeah, on they, air? They and... say some things in confidence, like, "Listen, I just like she dumped me and said it was because I had a small dick," and uh, I don't know, it is small. It's like r- really, uh, r- really, um, what uh, Will Ferrell? You have a small penis? <laughs> that sounds like a way, like. Well, he's trying to get authentic moments, but what he's getting is uh, is is under the guise of anonymity. All right, so that, but that's that's neither here nor there. The, is this rolling though? Uh, we are yes, we're a minute in. Holy shit! We, how do we kill a minute already? <laughs> okay. That felt like half a second's worth of bullshit. Well, welcome <laughs> to the Transmit Podcast. I'm your host Spike. I'm Victor. And that was a little fast. I need you to. <laughs> we gotta, we gotta roll. We gotta get this going. Yeah, take, we'll take it back like ten percent. Okay, that's like, that's like way more than ten percent. What? You sound, you sound like a hell beast. Okay, so this is a bit of an emergency episode because we realized that um, Star Wars is coming out, and if we record on our regular schedule, uh, our well, we won't have be able to do our reaction and our predictions to it. Or sorry, our predictions to it before it comes out. And now. What? Sam. Sam. <laughs> Sam. Really? Sam? Okay. That's... That was Samantha walking through the studio. With her with her phone out. God damn it. Okay, anyway. No. Um, so before we do our Star Wars predictions, and uh, we'll do that a little later, I want to talk about a couple of things. Okay. Yeah, I can, I can really feel <laughs> your... I can really feel that you're, you're excited about this. All right, let's get these few things oh, underway. Yes, <laughs> let's do it, man. Awesome. Okay, so what I want to talk about was a... Um, a woman almost died from ejaculate. Okay. Uh, apparently, she had an allergic response to her husband's uh, seed, we'll call it, uh-huh. because he was taking penicillin. His cum? Yes. You know what? Wait, I didn't want to go lowbrow, but you know what? Let's go lowbrow. He jizzed in her mouth, and it almost <laughs> killed her. And See, that's the dangers of uh, sex. You know how they say it's dangerous? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I was trying to go somewhere with that. So a woman in Maryland almost died because of penicillin in, his, in her partner's uh, cum. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm just curious, do you think that there's a part of you, because there's a part of me that would say, maybe I shouldn't call the, the ambulance. Mm-hmm. Because you can always say after, after she dies, I, I killed a woman with my penis. Well, you know, I guess that's that not as funny. <laughs> that's not as funny because... Someone actually died? Uh, it's his wife, you know. It's his how long were they married, you know? Pause again. We don't have to pause it every time. Well, there's going to be a long bit of me looking well, I at could, the phone. I could kill time while you're looking at the phone. Well, here, Anthony. Uh, would you take it as a feather in your cap if uh, you almost killed a woman with your cum? Uh, I don't know how I feel about that. Okay, she has an allergic reaction from your penicillin. Yeah. I think you could say, like at a bar, like, look, my, my, it's dangerous. Or, or at a dating site. Whatever you, wherever you meet people with vaginas, you can have that, that chamber. I think either killing someone or almost killing someone is a good, like, how 
you know. I think um, I think your perspective comes from a guy that doesn't have a lot of sex. And okay. it's funny to, like, kind of people who are, like, you know, in high school and still looking for, you know, a girlfriend. And they're like, hey, I killed someone with my penis, you know. Well, that's why it's not it's not a serious thing. It's it's a joke. Well, it's not really that funny because you know sex. Yeah, it's the perspective of saying that is funny. It's not the fact that you almost killed someone. It's the fact that you think that was funny. Okay, well here's my thoughts. On oh, that. Jesus, God in heaven. <laughs> where um, where did you go to acting class? Who taught you your yes and? I just want to know. I'm not gonna yes and with that. Here's my thing. <laughs> your your yes and is done. <laughs> See, no, no, you did. You mean there's no right. yes and? <laughs> I, I am. I'm health. I'm. I feel like this is more entertaining than you think it, it is. It is. It is not. No, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um. So she must be really allergic to penicillin. She's intensely allergic. Because, or this guy took a bunch of penicillin, or she drank a bunch of jizz. <laughs> there's a lot of. Yeah, Was this guy saving up for a month? That and how much see, penicillin could... did he take? For her to have a reaction to it well, there's through a, another bodily fluid well, the average, after he had digested it. The average amount I hear is about a teaspoonful. So if he like saved up a lot, you'd have like maybe a half, a teaspoon and a half. Mm-hmm. So she has to be very allergic to that. But also, you know, some people are super allergic to that. Yeah. They can be. So like allergic responses can be intense. And maybe, you know, that's why, you know, she was getting... Um, she was giving head that night because he didn't want to make out with her because it's like, I just took some penicillin. I know you're allergic to it, babe, so we can't make out. Right. But you can suck my cock. But you can suck my dick. <laughs> That's how, there you go. See? And you see how I go along with it instead of sitting there silently and not adding to it at all? Well, you know, killing someone with your penis. Well, she didn't die. That's why... You know, okay, uh-huh. you, remember, you remember when... Um, uh, was it Captain Sully crashed the? Uh, we didn't. He landed that. Uh, Are you gonna take all this out? Are you gonna take all the no. spots? No. Spots where you lose. No. Uh, I, okay. <laughs> okay. You remember? The, remember the part where he landed the jet in the in the Hudson or in in, in the river? Yeah. And you remember how Saturday Night Live that night mm-hmm. could make jokes about it? Mm-hmm. That's because no one died. <laughs> if people died, they wouldn't have had a guy dressed as a turkey or a, a, a seagull on that on their nightly news. See, so yeah. since she didn't die, you can make jokes about it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I okay. I'm just, I, you have the right to make a joke about it. Yes. I'm not, I'm not faulting s- you for the fact that you're making a joke. I'm just saying I'm, it's not I, funny to me. I think it's. I, I think it. It's funny to say like someone would have that. Someone out there would have that reaction to it. Like they would say like, oh my okay, god, it's, my cock has that much power. Okay, it's all right. It's yeah. like not. It's not laugh out loud funny. It's like okay, you know what? You're, it's like meh funny you know? you know what you're 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 just a stick in the mud is what you are <laughs> stick in the mud seriously i i come at you i killed someone with my penis yes and then they're gonna ask oh so how'd you do that you just you know plowed her to death with it it just went Say, right listen, through her, it's, her it's, cervix it's just dangerous and i'd rather not get into that just know that my cock is dangerous it's too much power and then you know his friend could just whisper to the other dudes like poison come you know. Yes, there you go. See, it's funny. That's great. I mean, a guy that leans in, it's just, yeah, bad jizz. It's not power. It, it, he has bad jizz. It's... It stands up on the bar. Ladies, poison jizz right poison here. Poison jizz. Don't give him head. Yeah. He, look, he's going to tell you his cock is powerful. That is a lie. It's poisonous. 
if you're playing an RPG and you're fighting his cock, it's not one of those enemies that's like big and muscular. It's yeah. one of those green slimes that if it touches you, you have to use a potion. <laughs> yeah, it squirts. It's like squirts poison. It's like the Jurassic Park. Squirts. It's the fucking Dilophosaurus. Yeah. <laughs> I just picture that now. She's in front of it. It like folds out like one of those those, <laughs> those, 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 those hoods. It's like, why is it black? Just take it. Penicillin. Yeah. See, there's the... See, it is funny. It's fucking funny. Well, after I changed it after a bit. After we work together to make comedy, yes. It's funny. Okay, no. All right. Listen. So what's the next one? <laughs> the, the, next... the cop finals a dead body? Yes. Okay, you know, you're ruining <laughs> the blues. <laughs> okay. Pause again. I just want to know where... Uh, okay, unpause. So yeah, um, so basically, yeah, a cop uh, responded to a call and went into a house and found this a This is real, woman. everyone. This is absolutely real. Um, hang on. This actually happened. Cop fired for fondling a dead woman. Finding. You don't have those like tabbed up, you know, queued up. You have multiple uh, tabs open. You know, I, sh- I, I know I, I should have had the tabs open, but now we're back and it's loading right now. Okay, so it's an LAPD officer. Oh, shit. So this is close to us. This isn't like in like the hills of like Tennessee or some shit. Mm-hmm. Some idiot here in, a, in our state of California decided to be a good idea after he sent his partner out to go like get some paperwork to fondle a dead chick's boobs. But first, he was smart enough he to was, turn his body cam off. He was, but not not smart enough to ask before he got a body cam. Hey, um, does this like keep recording afterwards? Probably for this very sort of a situation <laughs> where you'd say, "I'm about to do something fucked up." Click. Because <laughs> yeah, he he basically turned his camera, and it, this was totally by chance that they found out that he did this. Mm-hmm. They just like did a random like inspection of the footage and found him like so he could have been doing this for years. I know. Technically on camera. Like, every time he responds to a dead chick's place, it's like, he gives the breasts a quick squeeze. Apparently it all saves, all the footage gets saved to a database, and he actually took the footage out and watched it or something again. I, uh, maybe. I didn't get that far into it. I just know yeah, that they, I... they reviewed it, and they found it. Because, no, he turned it off. He thought it was done. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, so he, that's the thing. Like, uh, that's a good, that's a great feature, by the way. It's like. It's, it records for two minutes, cops. Yeah, so, well, that's the problem is, like, um, technology, it's it's going faster than we can keep up, but yeah. at least that idiots can keep up with it. Mm-hmm. No, it's going pretty fast. Because, you know, like, we've had cameras and, like, camcorders for decades now, mm-hmm. and cops are still getting caught now, like, get doing stuff that's wrong. Like, in cities. It's not like they're out in the hills or, like, on a on a dirt road in, like, you know, Michigan or some shit. They're doing yeah. shit, like, in a park or in somebody's house with a camera strapped to their chest. That makes me think about just how crazy fucked up a cop's mind has become on the job. I know they see lots of dead bodies and stuff. There's a bit of gallows humor. Things like to. He felt like he wanted to just maybe the the chick was hot, you know. She maybe, could have been an attractive woman. Right in, that, life. That, in life and in death, technically. And uh, or maybe not. Maybe he's just you know, he's just a he's, sick. Listen, he's just bastard. Ha- he's just happy to get. Listen, not every dude needs like a like a ten. There are dudes out there who will just like, oh, she's um, like moderately attracted. Yeah, just go. He fondled her boobs. I wonder what he did like after that. Like if there was like more, like after the two minutes of. It's like, a very respectful. Play, it, it was like, a respectful, mournful fondling. <laughs> it was the 
he he said he said the Lord's prayer. Uh huh. It's like let usher, dear God, usher these breasts into heaven, into Thine grasp, out of mine. Yeah, I was, I was actually, I'm actually reading a book or listening to an audiobook called uh, Talking to Strangers by Malcolm Gladwell. Ooh. And it goes into kind of what ha- <clears throat> what happens to like cops and stuff and like how their mentality changes where it's like a us versus them kind of mentality. Well, yeah, because like so they... it's kind of like a brotherhood. So like all you cops, you're all like on the same team. Yeah. And the bad guys are, you know, the drug dealers and the criminals and stuff. Mm-hmm. So if you kill them or if you get one of them, um, it's not seen as completely bad because they're the other. You right. Know? And they've like they've fostered this culture of bad guy good guy for so long that well, it's it, completely perverted their their worldview and right. now they'll they'll see like a dead body and they'll think that they have the power to do that and i just turn off my cam and you know and then they feel like they're that's like they're they think it's all right to do not just that they have the power because you really yeah. you have the power to fondle a corpse like that let me tell you true, that yeah, is n- that is not outside the realm <laughs> of possibility for you yeah they believe that they have yeah, the right they're right. almost like yeah almost kind of Plus a little bit of power. You maybe know. that maybe that corpse because, owes him. Because they see a lot, you know, dead bodies, and the, you know, maybe that's them trying to deal with. You know, this it, it's it'll crack you. You know, yeah. and well, these, this is feel, one of the cracks this, in the psyche that happens. This sounds like something a dude would do. If this is dude behavior, just turned up to eleven. Honestly, this yeah, because most dudes like you know they have that sort of humor. When they see a dead body, they'll be like, "All right, I'm not gonna." That's most dude, Yeah, but this guy, you know. He's a dude, plus he's a cop who's kind plus of Plus he's seen a lot of death. and shit. So yeah, yeah. there's a lot of things going on. And, and his psyche's already cracked a little bit, probably, right. from seeing crazy shit on the force. Right? Yeah, and I get that mentality because it's not just a matter of like us and them. They, had, they have to interface with them. It's not just a matter of um, there's a culture of that because we have that too, like where we say the criminals are bad guys. Mm-hmm. People who deal drugs are bad guys. But, but it's not our job to, 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 like, to get them. Go over there and, and talk and or arrest them. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Also, in a lot of places, police, before they enter the regular, um, like, the, the beat cop stuff, they have to do, like, uh, time at a jail or a prison. Hmm. So, like, that, that's even worse. That's, like, a concentrated version of the worst of humanity. <laughs> it, it is. And then you unleash them on society. Be like, hey, see these guys? They're out there. You got to get them off the streets yep. and in here. Or kill them. Yeah, you see those guys with the SWAT stickers? Yeah, they're out there, too. And here's a gun. <laughs> here's a gun, pepper spray, and a whole lot of legal defenses from mal- mal- malfeasance. <laughs> but then the, the the the, I think it was kind of funny how the uh, police force, right? The, was it the LAPD or something? Yeah, LAPD came out and said, uh, "Oh yeah, we have the utmost respect and reverence for the dead or the deceased. They didn't yeah. use the for the deceased, and this does not reflect our values." It's like really, it does. Yeah, it. I I could take the listen. <laughs> Did you have to say that? Like, like, do you have to reason, come out yeah, and say that? The reason this is a scandal is because obviously it fucking doesn't. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't reflect. Like if someone's going to be like, hey, that's the LAPD. They like to fondle they, dead bodies. They like to fondle dead bodies. Yeah, that's, that's in their Everybody, core Everybody, it is not actually part of our beliefs. What did they say? The, uh, our, our, our beliefs or values. It's not our value set well, to man, do this. Like, well, listen, if you're in LA and you see a bunch of scratch marks under protect and serve, that scratch mark is where they removed and fondled dead bodies. So, like, every organization has to come out and say that? Like, like we too... Dis- us firefighters, <laughs> we firefighters have reverence for the deceased. <laughs> great respect for the... We here at the Mechanics have the great mechanics respect Mechanics Union for of America. We have... Great res- 
Uh, yeah, the uh, Grocery Handlers uh, Union, number 503, we also do not uh, <laughs> like to fondle corpses. Obviously, we don't have as much opportunity to. But if it ever happened, we would just not. know that that's a rogue situation. It's, it's a rogue grocery yes, rogue. bagger. He's off the reservation completely. <laughs> and it does not reflect <laughs> our values. It's like, how does that firing go, by the way? Like, here, if, if I... You went against our values of no, well, reverence. Of all, well, first of <laughs> all, you have to call them in. You can't just... Oh. So the first thing is, uh, hey, Bill, could you could you come in? And you're, you'll be Bill. Okay. Hey, you're the cop. Like, Bill, come, could you come into the office, please? All right. So, uh, listen, uh, we have a situation here that we need to talk about. Turns off body cam. No, no, don't turn off your... No, stop. That's that's part of the problem. Just leave that on. Turn that back. Yeah, okay. Yeah, turn it back on. Thank you. Okay. Um, can you think of any reason why I might be calling you in today? I don't, I don't know. I didn't do anything. I don't know. You think about maybe some malfeasance. Was it excessive violence? No, no. You you, you haven't over... In an arrest. You haven't exceeded your quota for beating the minorities yet. Don't worry about okay. that. Um. There's something else. It, it, you were alone, and you tech you you only technically had a a victim. That wasn't me. That was uh, I was getting the paperwork. That was no, no, no. It's not. Yeah, uh, you was my partner. You're, you're, <laughs> that was oh, my partner. Okay, you know I'm just gonna stop you there. <laughs> the camera records two minutes after you turn it off. Why didn't anyone tell me about this? Uh, we did tell you about that. <laughs> we we you you fall asleep during meetings. So you're fired. Uh, we, we don't actually have to go through the unions for this. You can just fire you. It turns out once you molest a corpse, you are perfectly fireable. Yeah, it's really too bad you're... Uh, yeah, I'm, I know I'm losing, losing a good... Out, a good cop. I'm losing right? a, Listen, phenomenal police work. I wish I could keep <laughs> you, but I really don't want to touch you. Because now I'm wondering, have you fondled any other corpses? Yeah, no. Also, I've noticed, I've looked through the records. Um, hang on here. It looks like you're in the morgue three times as much as every other cop. Well, you, you know... Uh... No, if you could, like, uh, don't touch my, my desk, please. Yeah, don't. Keep your hands off that. Yeah, thank you. You know, it's, it's just uh, it's a stressful job, you know. I. Okay, you know what? You know what Jabrowski I like talking does? to them. You know, they're, they're still, they're quiet. Okay, we looked at the footage. You're molesting them, too. Don't. <laughs> Look, you know what Jabrowski does? What does he do? He drinks a lot. Huh. That's what you need to do. Try drinking. Well, actually, not, not anymore, obviously, because you're fired. Actually, I don't even know why we're having this conversation. Why are you still here? <laughs> that's, yeah, that, maybe that's how it went down. That's how it yeah. <laughs> Okay, we'll work on our improv later, okay? Maybe I'll cut some of that out for time. Yeah, so. Anyway. But listen, that was that was honestly hilarious when I heard that. I'd say I feel like that's like a given, you know. The, the police don't have to say that. I feel like every most human beings have that as part of their value set. It's like, yeah, we have the human value set of not getting sexual with dead people. Okay. Okay, moving on. Uh, do you want? Let's do one more, and then we'll talk about um, our Star Wars prediction. Okay. Do you see? So you're an artist, so you may want to do the. Uh, the banana duct tape art, oh. or the Peloton ad. I guess we did the Peloton ad. You want to yeah. do the Peloton ad? Yeah. Okay, so we both watched the Peloton ad, and uh, basically it's a guy getting his wife a, a Peloton bike. Mm -hmm. 
and people said that this was a dystopian fitness hellscape. Is it like a slow news week or something? Do people it must have to? Be. Like, <laughs> do people have to find something? Apparently, only one cop molested a corpse this week. Because oh my god! Yeah. Like I don't know. Like it's when you consider that we're in the middle of the obesity epidemic, mm-hmm. in the middle of uh, New Year's resolution season, mm-hmm. and it's a it's a Peloton company. They make this is what they make. It's not like they make this and like I don't know like barbecues. Mm-hmm. Like this is their only thing. It, so like th- for some reason yeah. this is beyond the pale like of sexism yeah so, it, so yeah, just... i don't know what to make of this what are my true thoughts on this honestly the commercial was fine it was okay i could see if it wasn't until someone brought up black mirror that you realized that i was like okay maybe it's a little black mirror e but that's the thing about black mirror like it can go to anything the whole premise of black mirror is like what if cell phones but too much yeah, so you're recording your progress on this bike every day, and like it's your. See, that's the most unbelievable part of that. <laughs> she records herself riding the bike every day for a year, and then, and then cuts next... it together. Yeah, and it cuts it together. Adds music, color corrects, and then says thank you to the cameraman, you. and then Which plays is her, it for her in her hand. <laughs> no, but you see her holding it. Yeah, she's holding it. Yeah, there's she's another camera. Uh, there's I, another I, camera showing her holding it. Oh my god! What the. F- like some shots are her holding the camera, but there's another like a, there's a second camera. Yeah, so that's that's where it gets a li- that's that's where the commercial kind of like we're we're doing a deep dive into a commercial, <laughs> but like it, yeah, basically the whole premise is yeah she she's saying doing a selfie thank you, and then she plays the video while sitting next to her husband. Yeah, that's the most unbelievable part. Like they could have just showed her like like exercising and then saying hey this changed my life because that's what she says. Yeah, but she has to document her. Her you know, fitness regime, her fitness goals and regimes, and then she cuts it together and then plays it to her husband for the. I, I guess would be the following Christmas, the following Christmas. as a gift to him. <laughs> I I would prefer yeah. like what wives usually get their husbands for Christmas. What is that? Oral sex. Oh, that's a uh, or, pre- or birthday callback to. Um, yeah, it is. That's we're bringing it full circle. You just got to know your wife's allergens. <laughs> make sure, to make sure but, you don't eat that. So you know it's cool. She's allergic to pineapple, so if I don't eat that. We're golden. Yeah. But yeah, so she can't um she can't afford like the thousand dollar Peloton bike. Uh, like it's her like husband. two thousand. It's like uh, I, I I looked it up. It's like two it's like twenty two hundred is the is the minimum. It's pretty expensive. Plus thirty nine dollars a month for the cause she was for the the streaming the uh, yeah. the glasses. Which is pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool, but also pricey. Me and Samantha were considering getting Pelotons. Well, you can't. But her gift was cheap it was more of a sentimental gift yeah so like, women give the sentimental gifts <laughs> but men give like here's a thing a that's thing. made by a company and well, it's, yeah because when you and see it like serves a purpose right yeah because you fitness see, go fitness. on the bike well you see that in like car commercials too like the man's always the one with like the car with the bow on it you know now that we're dissecting this actually okay i kind of see what people are thinking about because i never seen him working out with her that's true, but he's also like a. Because me and Samantha wanted to get two and work out like next to each other. Well, that's a that's like a forty four hundred dollar gift, but also remember, they're both just models. <laughs> they didn't hire like two regular dumpy looking dudes and then like replace them with people who look like them but skinny, mm-hmm. which would have been awesome if they. Oh, or if he, they did some CGI. Yes, that would. But <laughs> it's just a thirty second commercial. But, but it's a year long process. I I know. <laughs> 
And there's some days where she doesn't want to get up. She's like, Ugh, yeah, but with that, six o'clock. But that's true. Like any any like yeah. exercises, like you, you do exercise and you realize like you don't want to do it, but yeah. then when you do it afterwards, you feel great. And some of the um, you read an article or something like that where it had a bunch of tweets. Basically, the on, on some, Vice, yeah. Some uh, some really bad tweets. Yeah, basically about. calling it like sexist, and this is like an episode of Black Mirror, and uh, and this is like where this is why like journalism is crap because instead of like having a thoughtful article mm-hmm. they have like 300 words and like just big portions of it blocked out by people's tweets that they yeah. dug up online <laughs> yeah someone said it was like oh you're gonna get your 116 pound wife down to 112 pounds <laughs> <laughs> she did start off pretty slim but you know what i think there might be kind of a misconception about fitness equipment and it's really simplistic goals in our head right. to go from oh you're out of shape get buy our equipment you're in shape and I, I feel like peloton was trying to give us the benefit of the doubt they're, they're trying to be smarter than that yeah they're trying to say you know it's not about losing weight losing weight it's about being in shape it's like staying fit, fit. Yeah. yeah and that's what a lot of like people like well responsible people start to do when they realize oh i'm in my 30s it's time to start running or yeah. time to start an exercise class your your outward physique doesn't always show what's going on inside your body oh no like i exercise could help you be healthier exactly because i i i um part of my family's filipino Mm -hmm. my dad's uh basically common law married to a filipino woman Mm -hmm. and they have to exercise because they eat a shitload of fried food Mm -hmm. to the point that people like at a hundred and something pounds at really good weights die in the gym from a heart attack oh shit because their diet can suck sometimes just due to like the food they know. And, and in America, we have that problem too, where even if you have a good metabolism, mm-hmm. you're eating like shit. Yeah. Like, oh, I can eat, some people can eat Big Macs all day, but like, and they may not get fat, but all the shit that's going on in their body is like awful. Yeah. And that happens with lack of exercise too. That too, yes. So uh, maybe anyone, you know, commenting on like the weight of the people in the commercial. Maybe they're a little bit off, but it is kind of weird that he's his gift to her is like this bike. I, listen, and then it would have been better if they like I got her gift to him was a sentimental montage. <laughs> yeah, it would have been it would have been better if uh, well you know no like maybe his job is like to run marathons. <laughs> oh, good. One. He, he's a biathlete and he gets sponsorship deals. And then maybe like as she's working out, she's with him. See, the well, whole yeah, time. Have, we don't know the whole story. Obviously, yes. It's a 30 second commercial. They have to get across and they're marketing to women in this one. Mm-hmm. And realistically, yes, it would have been like way more egalitarian if they said, I like, did your thing. Like, here, I got us Pelotons. Yeah. But then you're sitting there thinking, like, this, then people would say, like, this is for the bourgeoisie because it's like, that's like 400 or $4,400. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I never saw his ass on that Peloton. Exactly. Well, but he's still, <laughs> but still, you see him at the end. He's got a chiseled jawline and no yeah. fat. Yeah, and it's going in, along the lines of, um, it's almost like the diamond, uh, diamond commercials and the diamond business. Oh, yeah. Where we're so, it's always a dude giving It's marketed toward men, actually. Oh, yeah, to buy it's, them. It's stuff. the men who are buying it for the women. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of like, like a almost like a a mating thing kind of where it's like here i'm gonna spend three months of my salary it used to be just a month yeah yeah it's three isn't it three months now now they're up to like three and this is a completely arbitrary shit where they say listen (laughs) hey you gotta buy like about three months what what, yeah what if car companies did that where they said (laughs) uh listen if you want a good truck you're gonna have to spend a hundred (laughs) thousand it's the only way I, i don't know what to tell you man 
Yeah, but like, uh, yeah, you have to. And they're trying to do that with Peloton. They're trying to get men because they know men have the money yep. to buy it for women who are emotional. And they're trying to they're trying to mix all that together in an ad, and it failed miserably on the internet. It, to the point where their <laughs> stock took a nine point hit. Oh. Like, that is insane to me. Might be a good time to buy. They're actually, I wasn't going to bring this up, but I'm going to bring it up because no one listens anyway. Go for it. The first time I heard about Peloton was at work because they're oh, a client yeah, you, of you, ours. Yes, you, they wanted you to like work their signage. Yeah, the, uh, their um, Manhattan, Manhattan West studio in New York. Yeah. Manhattan West is like a big live-work uh, kind of part of town. Yeah. And it's got like a lot of cool like um, boutique shops and stuff and Whole Foods. Oh, Whole Foods. Nice. And they got a Pel- that's where one of the Peloton studios is. One of the places where you would least need like a, a Pel- like exercise equipment where people go to a Whole Foods. <laughs> it's not like, oh, this is the jack in the box capital of the world. But yeah, Manhattan West is cool. It's like it's there's like a lot of the buildings are offices and then like there's apartments and stuff. It's like a big you don't even have to leave this like small square footage. It's probably the size of like maybe four parkway plazas. Oh, wow. And it's got a bunch of shit in there. Oh, I'll bet. Yeah. And, well, because they're all crammed together, so they have to make the best use of their space. But yeah, we worked on that um, all right. project that time. But yeah, Peloton. Well, yeah, like uh, I told you before, this is like Peloton used to be, uh, this is for the listener now, Peloton used to be a low rent situation, but like they realized the, uh, a very simple marketing uh, uh, concept that perception is very important. Mm-hmm. So like, you can charge the right amount for your for your product, mm-hmm. but if people think people think it's too little, they won't buy it because obviously it's it, if if it doesn't cost enough, it can't be good. Yeah. So they hiked up the price by like a grand, and now everyone's like, "Oh, this is a boutique, a prestige yeah. item, high high end, high value kind of stuff." Um, and now they do have high end, high value stuff. They just had to fool people into thinking it. <laughs> yeah. And that's like the, their locations are always in like nice parts of. Yep. Like prestigious parts of town, prestigious parts of that city. So yeah, it's not in, it's not in like El Cajon. It was a whole like reimage, whole marketing. And three sixty for them. Yeah, and that's the power of marketing. It's true. I, I agree, man. All right, so here, super awesome showdown is only for the rich now. Yep, we're we're charging three hundred dollars <laughs> per ticket, and this podcast you now have to subscribe, or I won't send it to you. Give me five hundred dollars. Okay. Yeah. All right. Now here we're gonna move on to our um, Star Wars predictions. Oh, this is a big one. This, this is, is a big, big podcast. Okay. So, our Star Wars predictions. Do do do. I'm thinking about editing in some music here, but you know what? Stop! No, no, stop! Disney will sue the shit out of us. Okay. Now, okay, so. Here, you tell me what you think of mine, and then I'll tell you what you think of yours, okay? Okay. Now, I'm going to say someone will come out as gay. Actually, do you want to go back and forth? Where you oh, do okay, let's go back and forth. What okay. do you think of me? I'm betting either just Poe or Finn, or Poe and Finn together, mm-hmm. will come out as gay. I can't say yes or no, but can I give a probability of that? Wait, what do you, what do you think the probability of that is? I think the probability of that is a good... 40% that they one of the characters will come out as gay. Now, is that 40% per character or 40% total? 40% total okay. that the scene will happen. <laughs> yeah, I'm betting, g- given how pandery the last one is, they're, 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 they're going to now say, oh, yeah, one of us is uh, gay, and that matters because no. And there's a 60% chance that it won't happen. 
Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, I'm betting at least Finn. Mm-hmm. Because remember when Rose kissed kissed him and he's like, huh? <laughs> I don't feel anything. I said, I, what? I don't, huh? Okay, what's, what's your first one? I don't think Finn's going to be gay, though. I think it's going to be Poe. Okay. Um, I'm going to still talk about your prediction, though. Okay, okay, what do you think? The reason I think it might not happen is because Hollywood likes to do kind of like where they make characters gay outside of the text. Oh, yeah? So There's like a special name for it where like... It's a meta-narrative? Yeah, meta-narrative, <laughs> meta-narrative yeah. Yes. Where they're not... Well, yeah, um, they'll come out. They will come out as gay, but not on screen. Yes, the author. So I'll give of you that a, much. Yeah, the author of a of a Harry Potter series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she loves to do that, like to the point where it's like infuriating. <laughs> no. It's like, did you know Dumbledore is gay? It's like, when would do that? Right now. Because <laughs> I could still write, right? I'm the writer. <laughs> like, Listen, you've already made it. Don't add. Uh, Make another book and then say that. How about that? Yeah, she needs to write another book and put all of her fucking thoughts into, into that. that shit. All right, so here's the next one. What's yours? One. I believe that the Ray bloodline will be confirmed to be characters that we actually care about and not, like, you know, drunkards or whatever. Yeah, that was super, like, th- that was the problem with this series is they're trying <laughs> to, like, murder the enti- the old the old stuff yeah. to make room for the new young people. Uh-huh. But we kind of like the old people because they're full of character and stuff. Well, yeah, okay, this is, but here's my thoughts on it. Yeah. That's uh, I made that prediction not as a hopeful prediction, right? As a prediction that um, I feel that Disney is going to bow their heads to the fans and be like, "All right, fine, we'll give you your Ray story." Because I actually kind of liked that she came from nowhere. Actually, I mean, that's it made her less of a Mary Sue to me. Well, that's fine, but if how about she just say like, oh, "That's the problem is they they do the classic thing where you're supposed to think like, oh, so." She's gonna run into her parents and learn some revelation. Mm-hmm. If she was just like, yeah, they just they just dumped me here. I have nothing. That's why she can leave. Because realistically, in the first movie, she kind of paid some lip service, like I've been gone too long. But realistically, she just like there's no other like pull for her to go back to Jakku. Yeah. So when I saw, <laughs> I saw um, what was the last one? Rise the last Jedi. Yeah. When I saw the last Jedi, I thought that that was kind of cool that. Uh, this director was just undoing everything that the first movie did. Right. And pissing off everyone who had a Star Wars prediction. Because, like, it's weird because when you come out with the internet, they predict the movie for you. Yeah. Maybe the thing that you had planned. Like J.J. Abrams and Disney, maybe they had some kind of story planned that they everyone did. already predicted. And they then they had to get this director and be like, could you just not do any of the thing that pe- people predicted so it's... Maybe, surprising but the, but the problem and so, is, so he went like okay i'll just do the opposite yeah well that's what you're saying like you, you defy expectation but you know like if i say oh we're gonna go get dinner but i end up just shitting on the table that's defying expectation as well it's not a good thing yeah. okay so my next prediction right. is at least 10 percent of audiences in the general um release will walk out that's a pretty good prediction i give that 90% chance of happening. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, like, because what I've heard already about early screenings is a lot of people are walking out. Yeah. So I'm, I'm betting. Yeah, I think, I think there's a 90% chance that 10% of the, <laughs> of the people will walk out. And I say your prediction is, um, I'm going to say 50-50 on that one. 50-50. On your last one. Okay. What's your next prediction? Uh, this is kind of, I don't know. Snoke is actually alive. 
I feel like they're going to try to undo everything undo, that the last the movie last did. One did. Like you had such a negative review. Yeah. I will say 10% on that one. <laughs> 10% chance that that happens. 10%. <laughs> now, my, mine is in a similar vein. My next prediction uh-huh. is that Palpatine, because you've already heard like his voice in uh-huh. the trailers, so you know he's going to be there, but they haven't showed anything remotely like him. Uh-huh. So I'm going to say he is technically alive. Maybe a force ghost. Maybe he's inhabiting another person. Mm-hmm. But remember in uh, one of the prequels, he said that uh, his, his master, Darth Plagueis, mm-hmm. could find a way to um, put off death. So I'm betting his force ghost is it's a force ghost situation. Like he's in another body or haunting a place. Hmm. So he, basically you're saying he's going to be in the movie. He's, oh, he's definitely going to be in the movie. He's already in the... Yeah, but you're saying he's going to be... He's going to be alive, but not as a in, character that interacts with. Yeah, he's not going to be in, like the, he's not going to be him and his body in the robes, because even in the old canon, the reason he militarized the galaxy so much is because he had a a uh, forced vision of the Yuzong Vong. Oh, well, I didn't I didn't know that. That's yeah. deep cut right there. Oh yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, that'll probably happen. Maybe that's that's a probably good chance of that happening. I think. Nice. All right, what's your yeah. next prediction? Uh, Len. <laughs> That's the death predictions. Oh, death prediction. Yeah, death prediction. Lionel Calrissian dies. Because well, you saw him in the trailer, right? Right. He's going to be in the movie. I he's think he dies. Like, well, listen. They're, yeah, they're killing all the other old characters, so yeah. why not? Yeah, why not have him die, too? Like, they turned Han Solo into a deadbeat dad, murdered him. <laughs> turned Luke Skywalker into a hermit misanthrope, murdered him. And I think Lando Calrissian dies in the first... 15 minutes of the movie. <laughs> but they, they have to get to the point where he's leading that fleet. I, I, that's how it starts. That's, wow. Wow. Okay, uh, I'd say... This is my Star Wars. I don't think he'll be at the beginning, I think. Because he should have been, he should have been in, um, in, the, in The Last Jedi, honestly. Because when they start describing like the high roller, and it's like, the guy's a poet with a blaster, and he can do anything. He's a hacker, he's, or um, a slicer and everything. Oh, yeah, like, that was going to be Lando. I thought, Lando! Lando's going to... And then it's just some schmuck. Yeah, it was the guy from... No, it's like, not even a guy you know. It's just some guy. Yeah, no, the, no, it was an actor. Then then they move away from him to oh. the guy in the, in the cell. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is part of the reason that movie sucked. Okay, yeah, okay, I forgot that part. I thought they were looking for him the whole time, but you're no, right. No, that was so <laughs> fucked up. Even if it was Lando is just sitting there, uh, yeah. like, playing at, at the high roller table, and then he they, they miss him. That would have been a thousand times fucking better than Rando guy who looks kind of like the Officer Dangle from uh, Reno 911. Wasn't it, it wasn't it the guy from uh, No Country for Old Men or something? That, yeah, that's the guy who ended up they end up finding. Yeah. Through that comedy of fucking errors. Yeah. God damn it. Okay, so I say um, I think that well Lando will be there well, obviously for sure. Mm-hmm. Dying, I'm gonna say. Are we happy ending? I'm gonna, uh, no, no. Well, no. He, that's the thing. Is like this is this movie is the movies have been super woke, mm-hmm. so I don't know. They might not kill a black character. They I'd... did in the uh, trailer for Soul. Oh yeah. The Pixar trailer, and he's the main character. And he dies in the first Ooh. fifteen seconds of this. That's a good point. Okay, so I will say. Trailer. Thirty percent chance he dies. All right. Fine. Okay. Mine so, is uh, they will actually give Rose something to fucking do. Okay. Because <clears throat> last time, what did she... Really, she just kind of was there. Yeah. Yeah, you're probably right on that one. That's probably... Like, uh, her only purpose... Almost like, chance of happening. It felt like her only thing was to have a love interest with Finn, even though that felt, like, completely forced and not organic. Mm-hmm. 
So I'm going to say, like, she actually, like, does something. Okay. Other than hate Space Monaco. I wonder if we're going to come back and listen to this when it comes out. We should come back. We should. And listen to this and then see how well we did on our predictions. We definitely should. Well, half of mine are just joke ones, so let's let's be <laughs> fair. That last one was not a joke one. Well, some of these joke ones might end up being true. Okay. Uh, listen, since you have a couple fewer than mine, I'm going to do my okay. next one. Uh, I'm going to say that desert scene where they find a whole bunch of people. Mm-hmm. Space Coachella. Dang, I hope so. Right? They just they, they run into that dude who walks around naked, uh, people wearing feathers, and they, that's where <laughs> they have to find somebody. Maybe Lando. I hope it's Space Coachella. Oh, Lando would be with all the... All the hippies just getting hippie. ha- having sex all the time at Space Coachella. <laughs> with all the white ladies at Coachella. Whoa, let's... Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to cut that out. <laughs> yeah, listen, seeing that I don't approve of that sort of... Like, look, there's like three black people in Star Wars, uh-huh. and that's why it's a utopia. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. That's even worse than what I said. <laughs> I know. No, I'm just joking. No, Billy D. Williams is awesome, and I hope he's like pushing space malt liquor. Malt All right. 45. Just let me quote. Let me quote. Blazing Saddles. Okay. Where are the white ladies at? <laughs> you know, it's, hey, where are the white women at? <laughs> hey, where are the white women at? <laughs> and that if you if you do want to piss off a couple of clansmen, that's how you do it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What's your next one? I say one of the, the new characters dies as well. So they're going to kill an old one. They're going to kill a new one, too. A new one. It's going to be either Finn, Poe, R2-D2, you know, C-3PO, uh, well, or C-3PO, Rose. Well, C-3PO, they, they kind of hinted heavily at that, where he's, like, taking one last look at my friends. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he counts as a death because he's a droid. I think he counts as a death. <laughs> nah, he's a droid. Look, if the Mandalorian can be racist against droids, so can I. Well, you know, he's uh, very beloved droid in pop culture for the past like what 60 years? No, R2-D2 is well loved. C-3PO is tolerated. (laughs) R2-D2. R2-D2 might actually die. See, that would would tug at my heartstrings. And uh, when the robots die, they should actually like let you know like this is his computer board brain and smash (laughs) it. He can't come back. There's no fucking way. And also they're called droids. (laughs) Yeah. They're called robots. This is a galaxy far, far away. God damn it. (laughs) Okay. okay, and you know how I, I talked about the Yuzong Vong? Yeah. Okay, so they're, that's, who, uh, that's what I'm going to say. They're going to hint strongly at the Yuzong Vong. Because like, Palpatine has that fleet he's hidden. Mm-hmm. And that's like canon both in um, the old series, the Legends, and in this new one where he has like thousands of ships, or Palpatine has thousands of ships stashed away mm-hmm. all over the galaxy. So I'm betting they're bringing back some form of the Yuzong Vong that he saw. Oh, I was going to say BB-8. <clears throat> BB-8's not going to die. No, no, he's too cute. He's too marketable. Yeah. Because they've already made toys where you can really, like, roll him around. The Usong Vault? Usong Vong. Usong Vong? Yeah. They're basically... They can travel through space with, mm-hmm. like, organic technology. Sounds like a Star Trek character. It does kind of. But they're, but that's one of the, the books written by another author, oh. not by um, George Lucas, to some consternation. Also, in that canon, they killed um, Chewbacca. Dropped a moon on him. Oh, Chewbacca might die too. Oh, it might be. See that? So one of those other ancillary characters is gonna die. Okay, what's your next one? Uh, there's, there's been a lot of callbacks to like the original trilogy, four, yeah. five, and six. You know, mm-hmm. and I think there will be callbacks to one, two, and three. Okay, yeah, so I you think mean there's like gonna a be like a, there's gonna be like a full, yeah, there's gonna be a full circle, connecting it from Phantom Menace all the way 
to New Hope all the way to this this newest movie. You know, seeing that's how that's what kind of they did with the um, the Marvel universe with mm-hmm. that last one where they yeah. they had the the sound of Tony Stark making the first Iron Man suit. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say that's not outside their own. I'm gonna say forty percent chance that. <laughs> Dang. That's the highest you've given me so far is a 40%. No, I gave you a 50-50 on something. I forget what. Uh, it was um, the bloodline thing. Bloodline thing, yep. Okay, uh, is that your last one? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I got two more myself. So I'm going to say Ray has to actually fucking earn something in her life. Is that gonna, are they going to do that? Well, because they already show her training, and I'm betting, because they, and they're talking about new force powers that will piss some people off, and I, I honestly, I don't think that they'd have to like try to piss people off with force powers, yeah, to undo some established canon. I think they're going to try. They're gonna try to. Piss but people. some people, they're gonna try to make her look like a character, less of a Mary Sue. Yeah. They're gonna try, but for some people, it's gonna still fail. It's gonna fail. It's yeah. not gonna be enough for some people. They're gonna be like, she didn't go through enough hardships. Like, well, because it, it depends. Like, because if all she does is like, oh look, she had a nosebleed. Obviously, <laughs> she suffered. <laughs> That's one thing, but if she gets, if she like has to like go through some trial, like Hercules. Mm-hmm. I want to see her get her ass kicked, like like Rocky or uh, see, yeah, Robocop. Like, have to work. You know, maybe that's the beginning of the movie. She gets her ass kicked. Yeah. And then she has to come back strong. And now she's not a Mary Sue. She's just a character who has to go through an arc, mm-hmm. as opposed to I'm gonna hop in the ship and immediately be able to fly it. Yeah. So. I don't. Yeah. I'm gonna give that 100%, 100%. That they will try to make that happen. Right. But will it succeed 50-50? Okay. I like that. That's nice. <laughs> and now I'm going to say, um, seeing that people have been walking out of like the pre-screenings, uh, they're going to be edited. They're going to obvi- kind of obviously edit around some super pandery parts to try and salvage the movie. Like you're, uh. it's gonna, you're going to look at it and be like, that looks kind of weird. Like they edited out a scene. <laughs> you think so? I think, yeah, like they're going to try to salvage this. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be like them saying, like, oh, look, uh, some, like, in the last movie, they had, like, nothing but girl power messages that, mm-hmm. to the detraction of the story. Mm-hmm. They're going to edit out some of that bit. And it's going to hurt the movie, but also make people less angry at it. I think it's, they're going to, that is the most meta prediction so far yes. that you've had. That is my, that's that half a joke, meta. half not. <laughs> super meta. Because now it's not even something in the movie, it's like... Something now, they cut like, out of the movie. The subtext to the viewers, like, the message. Well, so you're talking about not even plot anymore, you're talking about message stuff. Well, yeah, well, the problem with the last one is, like, in order to make, like, Poe Dameron right at the beginning and have him not be a dick, mm-hmm. they had to make Admiral Holdo a fucking moron. I have to watch this again because I, I, I don't know, I don't know what you're talking about. Basically, <laughs> instead of just saying to everyone in a, like what a military outfit would do, what Princess Leia did, mm-hmm. what uh, Mon Mothma would do, mm-hmm. even um, the chick uh, Jin Erso from uh, Rogue One, mm-hmm. where you brief the people under your command as to what the plan is. Yeah. All she had to say was, "Look, we're gonna fly this direction, sneak out, and hide at a base, and come out strong like a resistance movement would." Instead of that, she just didn't tell anyone. What was her plan that everyone thought she was doing? Fly straight until we all die. <laughs> like, Poe Dameron says, I just need to know there's a plan. Give me hope. Mm-hmm. And she just tells him to go fuck off, basically. Well, she tells him that she, he has to follow superiors. Follow orders. your... And, and remember, that's why when they make this plan to go to Space Monaco, 
mm-hmm. it's framed as a good thing because she has no plan. Mm-hmm. Instead of saying like, "Look, we ha- we have a plan. It's gonna work." Because when he's when he's told the plan, he's like, "Oh, it's genius." Yeah, that's a. I guess that's a little bit of a plot contrivance, right? Uh, maybe a contrivance, but it's more like um, I don't know they're trying to make her both. They're trying to make Admiral Holdo both a genius and correct, but also make Poe Dameron, a character who's going to stick around for a while, correct, but also kind of wrong, but also not unlikable. I think they just made her not tell the plan just to move the, uh, the plot forward. Well, but that's the problem is like, just in order, in order to make that, that weird plot work, she has to be the worst leader <laughs> in Star Wars outside of the, the Empire. Okay. Because remember at the battle. Do you of care Hall, more about the plot or the characters? <laughs> I care about <laughs> it making some semblance of sense. Because remember, like when Princess Leia was at Hoth telling all the pilots and the the ship captains, "Here's how you're going to escape." She told them the plan. Like, look, you're gonna fly that way, and we're gonna we're gonna cover you with the ion cannon. I think maybe she had a plan, but she doesn't. She wasn't telling Poe. No, she didn't tell anyone. Because remember, the bridge crew helped Poe or um, Finn and Rose escape. Oh. So she didn't even tell like people, like in her immediate sphere of influence. Because like when she asked, "Hey, what was that?" Like that lady with the bun was like, "Oh, nothing." So she didn't tell anyone. Which is infuriating because somebody has to know the plan. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Well, maybe it was her plan for people to go to Space Monaco. Maybe she wanted them to go to Space Monaco. But remember, because they went to Space Monaco, they just... What was the whole point of Space Monaco? To find that slicer. They were going to find the high roller who could slice into the the, um, the Dreadnought's um, systems oh. and take out their, their tracking system. Oh, okay. But seeing that you know they were all going to slip away to this base and let them destroy the ships, that plan was completely pointless. All they had to do was tell everyone, "Hey, look, we're just gonna slip away. You don't need to do anything." And then we're gonna we're gonna come out, reform, and fight them again. Okay, I, I see that they could have, with a little bit more time, a little bit more effort, they could have made a little bit better story that would have put all the uh, you yeah. know scenes that they wanted to have in the movie in the movie. Yeah, because all they had to say was, "You need to go to Space Monaco, because in order to get some distance, we have room for one more jump. We need." to break we need that time so Mm -hmm. you need to go get the slicer disable the tracking system for maybe even a minute Mm -hmm. so we can jump ahead they'll reacquire us but during that time we can slip away they jump in kill us or you know kill the ships Mm -hmm. and we're we're already in our secret base so that that would have been a much more like a that would a much more solid plot and maybe something goes wrong and holdo can still sacrifice herself but but that that's the thing where she sacrifices herself is also wrong. Because when you make the jump to hyperspace, you don't shoot through space really fast. You go into another reality. So basically, that was wrong. <laughs> it was a hundred percent wrong. Uh, well, maybe maybe she just uh, maybe it wasn't hyperspace. Maybe it was no, she just she hit the hyperdrive. She, she literally the the lights streaked. She was going into <laughs> fucking hyperspace. <laughs> Maybe she just went really fast. That's not how that fucking works! If they could go that fast, they wouldn't have been caught by... They wouldn't have been followed by those ships! It was a cool scene, though. It, listen, like I said to Even you... Though... Look, I, har- I described that as, like, you, you go onto a porn site, uh-huh. and you see this beautiful, artistic, like, footage of two people having, like, 
artsy, loving sex. Well lit. Like they were using athletic. the umbrellas. They're using the umbrellas. It's it's like it's beautiful. Well shot. Mm-hmm. Tender, not trashy. And then like an hour later you realize, oh I know those two. They're brother and sister. <laughs> because yes, that shot was beautiful. But it's absolutely wrong. That's okay. like saying the force can give you orgasms immediately. Like that's not how it works. Okay. Actually, oh, that's the new force power. That's my other prediction. New force power, infinite orgasms. There we go. It's hot. Oh, super hot. Well, I think uh, that takes us to the end of this. That one, does. Right? We are at fifty-three <laughs> minutes. Uh, holy crap! Okay, I'm gonna pare this down a little bit. I think most of your words I'll remove. All right. Yeah, that sounds about right. All right. So, thank you for listening to the Transbit Podcast Emergency Star Wars Predictions episode. I'm your host, Spike. I'm Victor. See you next time. <laughs>